Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back to the platform. How was the test? I believe it was very simple. Okay. Um, I'm confident it was. It was very simple. So today we are going into the session of the word. Have you written your comments? Glory to God. Please, if you have not done that, take time to do it. Okay. Um, please write your comments. And the question is simple. How has Refined blessed you? Refined 2021. How has Refined 2021 blessed you? All right. Let's have a word of prayer as we go into the word. Everlasting Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We adore you. We bless you. We pray. Praise you. We worship you. Thank you for being our God. You are our help. You are our sustainer. You are our source. You are the lifter up of our heads. You are the God that, you know, organized. You told us, oh God, to start this platform. You are the reason for the refined platform. And we give you praise. And Lord, we thank you for your plan and your purpose for this platform. Here we had this year, 2021, at the last official teaching. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Father. We acknowledge that you have been our help. We acknowledge that you only have been our strength. We thank you because you've been, oh God, the help of everyone as students on this platform. You've been the help of every facilitator, every supervisor. Thank you because you've been the help, oh God, even of the of the visionary. Lord, we say be exalted in Jesus' name. Oh dear Father, as we go into your work, today. We pray that you, Holy Spirit, will take preeminence in this place in the name of Jesus, that all over the world where the sound of my voice is heard this evening, your glory is revealed, your glory is made manifest in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, dear Father, we pray that you will reveal yourself to us. Let this meeting be a meeting of encounters. Let it be a meeting of glory. Let it be, O oh God, a meeting that we will all live to testify of God's goodness of. Thank you so much, Father. Lord, I speak right now as one called and sent of God. From this moment, it is no longer high speaking, but the Spirit of God through me. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Father, that men or well, every woman on this platform, we hear you. They will hear you today in the name of Jesus. Thank you so, so much, Father. Let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So this evening, um, I'm going to be closing on um, this word that the Lord puts in my spirit and the topic for it is going to be the Lordship of Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone say it, say the Lordship of Jesus. Amen. Okay. Um, it's important for us to note that Jesus Christ is our Lord. Say it, say Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. Amen. Now, a number of people say Jesus is my Lord without necessarily, you know, giving attention to the weight of that statement. The Lord sent me to you today, even as we round off um, the teachings on the refined platform in this year, 2021. Now in the book of Acts chapter two, and I start the reading from te- verse 36, Bible says, therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified 
crucified, both Lord and Christ. Hallelujah. I'll say that again, that God had made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Glory to God. So it is important for us to note what Bible is saying here. Now, um, Luke, by the Spirit of God, was speaking here. I mean, it was the one that wrote this book and it was it was recording of Peter speaking, you know, to the house of Israel. You remember Acts 2 was a point where the spirit was poured out from on high. And, you know, the people supposed the, the Christians, the believer, that they were drunk because they were speaking in unknown language and they were so full of the spirit. Hallelujah. That some thought it was drunkenness. It tells you there is similarity sometimes between a man that is drunk, taken over by the spirit. If you are not careful, you might miss or mistake the person for a drunk man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, listen, he said something very profound here. He said that same Jesus, which Jesus, if you read the chapters preceding, you would understand that he was talking of Jesus Christ, the word that came in the flesh, how he, he came of the descent of Abraham and of David, you know, and how that he, he, he was crucified, how they crucified him and he, he was risen from the dead. And the important thing he emphasized is that this same Jesus, this same Jesus is Lord and Christ. Now, as a Christian, you must understand the two dimensions that Jesus stands in, in the life of every believer. And you see, you must relate with these two dimensions, you know, with the right attitude, with the right attitude, because you must understand it. A number of people do not understand the Lordship of Jesus. Now, Jesus Christ, this same Jesus is Lord and is Christ. Say it. Say he is Lord. Lord, say he is Christ. He is Christ. Hallelujah. All right. If you look at the Christness of Jesus, permit me to say, to use that. Now, when you're talking about the Christness of Jesus, you are talking about the new man. You are talking about Christ. Jesus being the head and the body, you know, um, being the, the, the believers that are members in particular. And when you talk about the Christness of Jesus Christ, you are talking about you know, the oneness, how that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him, the oneness of Jesus with his body. You are talking about fellowship, koinonia. You are talking about sharing. You are talking about participating in the life that flows in the head. So it must be clear to you what you are referring to. And that is a little different from the Lordship of Jesus. Hallelujah. Many people have known Jesus as Christ or they have come to fellowship with him Yes, to partake of his life and, you know, to partake of all that he has done. Glory to God for it to accrue unto them, seeing him as their substitute. Glory to God. All that lie in the Christness of Jesus Christ. And we give God praise for that. But there is something very important that I want to open your eyes to. And it is the Lordship of Jesus. Amen. Now, Jesus Christ is Lord. If you read the Bible um, in the book of Romans, 
Romans chapter 10 and verse 9. Bible says that, that if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, in other words, you will confess that Jesus is your Lord, okay? And you will believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, this is clear. This is actually the qualification for salvation. It's so clear in Bible. How does a man get born again? It's simple. Let that man, you know, accept and submit to the Lordship of Jesus. And this is where I'm concerned. Jesus said, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Okay. So it is not just in saying that Jesus is Lord. It is actually in accepting it and submitting to him. Now that somebody, maybe somebody named Thomas does not believe that Jesus is Lord. It doesn't change the fact that Jesus is Lord. If you study the Bible in the book of Acts chapter 10 and verse 36, Bible says the word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. In bracket, it says he is Lord of all. <laughs> the same Jesus is Lord of all. Oh, some may decide to accept and confess and submit to it right now. Others may de- decide to postpone it. But let it be known to every man that either at this time when men can still benefit from it or at a time when they will just confess and submit to it and it will have no benefit. All men are coming to accept, to submit to the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord. If you read the book of Philippians chapter 2 and we start the reading from verse 7 to 11, Bible says, but made himself of no reputation, that's Jesus, okay, and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God, hallelujah, wherefore God at also Wherefore God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That's the lordship of Jesus. Oh my God. In verse 10, Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every nail, someone say every nail, at the name of Jesus, Bible says that every nail should bow of things in heaven, things in earth and things under the earth. Oh, glory to God. And look at verse 11 carefully. And every tongue, hallelujah, every tongue will come to confess it. Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, listen to me, all right? We are in a dispensation that when men confess Jesus Christ as Lord, it is to their salvation. If they confess it, not just confess it, they accept it and they submit to it. Amen. So the Lordship of Jesus Christ, okay, is important. It's what brings us into the new dispensation. And when you say a Lord, what does it mean? The meaning of the word Lord is that master. The meaning of the word Lord is that the one who tells me what to do. The meaning of the word Lord is the one who tells me how to live my life. My master, my Lord, glory to God. And this is very key. This is very, very profound. Glory to God. Now quickly, let's look at some scriptures carefully. Look 
at the book of John chapter number one, we start the reading from verse one to three and we read verse 14. Oh, glory to God. John chapter one and verse one to three. Let's start with that. Now, Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Now, read this carefully. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Who was in the beginning? The word. Or what was in the beginning? The word. Okay. And this same word was with God and the word was God. Oh my God. What a mystery. A mystery that science knowledge can never capture. No matter how intelligence is mixed with it. Hey, only revelation can show it to you. Bible says the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men and the light shines in darkness and darkness comprehend it not. <laughs> what are we talking about? The word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now in verse 14, Bible clearly records something. It says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Oh my God, the word was made flesh. So who we call Jesus today is actually the word of the living God. Amen. Oh, you say Jesus, that is the word, but now the word has been encapsulated in flesh. <laughs> he has become a person. Of course, the word has always been a living person, but now a person, a kind of new man that we have been created in his order. You see that? So the word has become a flesh. He was made flesh. So we call him Jesus, full of glory, full of glory. Oh my God. We beheld this glory as the glory of uh, the only begotten of the Father. But see what he did. Oh yes, that he was lifted up and now God has drawn sons unto himself. <laughs> oh, one died and many have been, have, have, have been received. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Great is the mystery of godliness. Great is the mystery of godliness. But look at what I'm showing you today. Oh, Brakaida Bahande Gedose. Receive light. Receive understanding. Receive revelation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. Bible says the word became flesh. And that word is Jesus Christ. Now, listen to me. Coming into Christ coming into oneness with God because we become one with God in Christ. Our meeting place with God is in Christ. That's where the joint is. That's where our, our relationship with God lies as father to children. Amen. Okay. So as we have come into Christ, we need to understand that in Christ, the Lordship of Jesus is the Lordship of his word. So apart from, you know, our union with him, he died for us, he took our place, he's our substitute, he loves us. There is this part of the lordship of Jesus that every believer must pay attention to. And the lordship of Jesus is the lordship, the rulership, <laughs> the authority, the rule, the reign of his word, of his word. Glory to God. 
the word. <laughs> he is the word. Now, let me quickly show you a scripture in the book of Revelations chapter 19. And I start the reading from verse 11. Precisely, I'm going to verse 13. Bible says, and I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. <laughs> and in righteousness, he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire and on his head were many crowns, many crowns. And he had the name written that no man knew but he himself oh my god and he was clothed or he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of god his name is called the word of god now listen even in the internal next glory to god he is still referred to as the word of god so when you come to the lordship of jesus our entry into salvation into the whole essence of the new man okay we submit to the lordship of jesus and that is the place of concern that there are many people on earth today who with their mouth have confessed that jesus is lord but with their heart have not submitted to the lordship of jesus submit submitting to the lordship of jesus is submitting to the lordship of his word what does that mean it means that the word of god will tell me what to do I now live by the word. Jesus is Lord. The word of God is my Lord. Oh, glory to God. So it's no longer about how I feel or what people say or people may not say. It's about the Lordship of the word of God. And what I'm saying to you today is so critical that as a woman of God, as a minister of the New Testament, an able minister, the beginning of your assignment is your submission to his Lordship. And that is why you cannot have a message outside and have a contrary life on the inside. No, because when we come to Christ, he is our Lord. Amen. It tells us how to live our lives. Now, listen, read this scripture in the book of Colossians. I love it so much. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. Bible says, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness? Now, let me quickly say something here before I finish reading this scripture. Now, do you know that man was never created to self-exist? Amen. Man was not created, you know, to self-exist because he is a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body okay science wants to reduce man to just soul and body and let's assume let's erase the fact that we are spirits it cannot work that way that is what science is attempting to do but it cannot work that way until we get to a point where we acknowledge that yes primarily man is a spirit yes he has a soul we don't disagree and that's why there's a mental and psychological dimension to life that must be submitted to the spirit amen I was saying to you that man was not created to self-exist. We were created to live even from our leader, to live from our source, to live from spirit. Man was meant to live from spirit. It was meant to be spirit to spirit 
spirit communion, the spirit of God to the spirit of man communion to birth a life. That was how we were designed. That was why Adam before the fall depended on God. Oh, Gadabaha, may you receive understanding today. That was how we were made. But now the enemy is trying. Oh, he had tried it in Adam and he's still trying it so hard to severe that tie between God and man and make himself the source of man. God forbid. The enemy is only trying to sustain what he did not source. And that is why he is mal sustaining it. Because he cannot be God. Let God alone be God and let the devil be a liar. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God alone. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob is our God. In the name of Jesus. Now listen to me. If you read the scripture in the book of Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13, Bible says he has delivered us from the power of darkness. Oh, in other words, he has delivered us from that authority with which the enemy had been using to rule us, to control us, even when we did not know it. Some people will say, no, I, I, I don't serve the devil. I don't serve God. I'm just there. It can't happen. It's either God is the one, you know, where you get your source from, your inspiration, your sustainability, or the devil is doing it. There is no vacuum in the spirit. Oh, Barakina Mahate here. And now listen, <laughs> listen, God. When Adam fell, okay, he fell and lost dominion to the devil. In other words, legally, not illegally, note it. Legally, the devil became the one in charge of man because man under dominion of, of oh Lord, have mercy of the earth and everything God made to the devil. All right. And what the devil did was to put man under because man falls in that category, the earth and everything God made, God actually made man. So it puts man below. It began to rule over man. And as the earth became what it became. So Bible says in Colossians 1 and verse 13, it says he has delivered us from the power of darkness. Rejoice, you have been delivered. Hey, 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 have been delivered from the power of darkness. Glory, hallelujah. I put your name there. I have been delivered from the tyranny, the rulership, the oppression, the authority, the dominion. Hey, the devil telling me what to do. I've been delivered from it. He has no say in my life. I have been delivered from the power of darkness. I have been delivered from the rulership of darkness. The control. I've been delivered. Yeah. Rejoice in that. Bible says we have been delivered. Who has delivered us? Not that he's going to deliver us. Amen. Now take that. But this is where I'm going. Now, having delivered us, it didn't just leave us. Amen. Bible says we were translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Oh my God. There's a translation into mark the word kingdom. The word kingdom there stands for rulership of his son. That's one of the reasons I love this Yoruba song. He says, Glory to God. In other words, keep reigning. Oh God, you are the king of my life. <laughs> you are my Lord Jesus. You rule and reign in my life. Listen to me and listen good. Come 
coming into Jesus Christ is coming into the rulership, the lordship of Jesus, the son of God. And you see, if you read carefully, um, the Bible, there's this scripture I want to call our attention to glory to God. Amen. And amen. And it's in the book of Matthew chapter 11. I will start the reading from verse 25 all the way to 30. Please follow me. At that time, Jesus answered and said, Matthew 11 verse 25 to 30. And that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast eat these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father. Jesus speaking here that all things have been delivered unto him, Jesus Christ, of his Father, that's God the Father. And no man knoweth the Son, but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Now watch this. He says, come therefore because of this, because all things have been delivered unto me. And because no man can know the father, except I, Jesus Christ, reveal him to you. He says, therefore come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, you that the devil has, has, has poured out labor on and heavy laden. He says, I will give you rest. Watch this. <laughs> I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you. Yea, it tells you that in Christianity is not a yokeless faith. It's not a yokeless faith. Listen to me. In Christianity, we are living the tyranny, the rulership, the control, that evil, evil dominion of darkness. We are coming into the rulership of Jesus Christ. We are coming into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. He says, take my yoke upon you. Hallelujah. What, what do we take upon us? He says, my yoke. <laughs> he says, my yoke. He says, take my yoke upon you. In other words, agadi aneka hurabasaida. He says, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in lot, and you will find rest unto your souls. He says, for my yoke is easy. So there is a yoke in this calling, in this Christness. There is a yoke in this face, but he says it is an easy yoke, and he says my burden is lighter. So what is that yoke we are crying is the yoke of not living by how we feel or just what we want to do is the yoke of living by his word is the yoke yeah or submitting to his authority living by what he says and that is the lordship of jesus may your eyes open today that you have come all into the lordship of jesus christ someone shout hallelujah i hope you are there and you are following so the the lordship of Jesus is the lordship of his word. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. The lordship of Jesus is the lordship of his word. What does that mean? It means that we have submitted unto the word of God telling us how to live our lives. Amen. So it is amazing when a Christian says, me oh, for me oh, for me. Ah, I don't think I want to, or, um, you know, you can't have a view contrary to scriptures. That is what it means to be a Christian. That is what it means to submit to the Lordship of Jesus. Hallelujah. That is what it means. It means to accept the judgment of God as final and true. 
It means to be yoked. <laughs> hey, by that easy yoke, to be burdened by that light burden. That is what it means for Jesus to be your Lord. And you know, it bothers me when I see believers today that are living a yokeless life. It bothers me when I see believers today that are living as though we are not to submit to the word. The word of God is Jesus. And he has something to say to us. Remember in the book of Matthew 11, he said something towards verse 29. He says, learn of me. After a man gets born again, after a woman gets born again, the next thing is for the person to begin to learn Christ. Amen. A number of church systems omit that. A number of church systems omit that. We have to begin to learn Christ. There was a way we were used to living before we got born again. When we got born again, our spirit became brand new. But you see, the, the information in our soul is still the information we were coming with from the world. There is a need to renew our mind. There is a need, oh, to be yoked. There is a need to learn of Christ. There is such a thing as a learning of Christ. There is a need to submit to the Lordship of Jesus. But when you don't even know what Jesus is saying, how do you submit to his Lordship? Because it's the Lordship of the Word. So there is a need to learn the Word. Are you there and possibly that step was omitted for you? You never went to the classroom of the Holy Spirit. You were never taught even by ordained ministry gifts of the word of life. You've never been introduced into the learning of Christ. There is a need to learn Christ. You cannot live this new life by the information and the formation of the whole life. There is a need for you to decode everything you've been coming with in the word and for you to begin to encode the living word of God. There is a need. Hallelujah. There is a need. And I want to speak to you as pastors. I want to speak to you as ministry gifts. All right, that when people come into Christ, be interested in teaching them Christ. There has to be a learning of Christ. There has to be a learning of Christ. Let people understand what they have come into. Let people understand this new life. Let them know their identity. Let them understand what the word of God is saying and how that they have to be submitted to the word. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. The word of God is a new realm. There's such a thing as the realm of the word. It's not the same as the realm of feelings. If you expose yourself and submit your feelings to the word of God long enough, your feelings will give in to the word. That is the realm of the word that we are submitted to. 
But in the contrary, a number of believers, when they go through feelings and they expose the feelings to the world for maybe one day, two days, one week, they get tired. Why? Because they are not convinced of the word, the word, the living word of God. <laughs> That's the lordship of Jesus, beloved. That's the one that we have come to, the one we are submitted to, the one we love, the one we know. Oh, Jesus, son of the living God. We give you praise. We give you glory. Oh, lift up those hands and worship him. Worship him. Call him Lord. Lord of all. Lord of all. Lord of all. Just call him Lord of all. Minister to him. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord in my home. Say that. Say Jesus is Lord in my life. Jesus is Lord of my health. What the word of God has said concerning my health is in my health. <laughs> For Jesus is my Lord, Lord of all. I submit to the Lordship of Jesus. I submit to the Lordship of his word. Glory to God. Oh, the word says that let sin no longer have dominion over you. In other words, I'm not submitted to sin. <laughs> I'm submitted to righteousness. I know who my new instructor is his righteousness. A way of living may be common with people, but I know who my Lord is. The system of this world is not my Lord. I know the one to whom I have submitted. I know the one that I have accepted, even his lordship and his leadership. Beloved, I want you at this point to renew your allegiance to the Lamb. I want you at this point to renew your allegiance. I don't know where you have allowed different forces of this realm and of the devil to seep in and such that you are no longer submitted to the word. I have not come to condemn you because in the realm of the word of God there is no condemnation. But rather it is a call unto repentance. I want you to repent right now. He is Lord of your mouth to speak truth, nothing but the truth. <laughs> For only truth is found in him. His truth personified. Bible says that grace and truth came <laughs> by him. Jesus. <laughs> it is time for you to renew. Oh, even your commitment has been submitted to your Lord, Jesus Christ. Jesus is Lord. Amen and amen. Say, Jesus is my Lord. Oh, Jesus is my Lord. Lord of my life, <laughs> Lord, Lord of my perspectives. The word of God has become a perspective. Ah, the word has become a way of seeing things. <laughs> the word of God, the word of the living God. Oh, God says, walk in love. The word has spoken. <laughs> I'm submitted to the word. I live by the word of God. The word is my life. The word is my Lord. I'm submitted to the lordship of the word. Come on, make it a new heart right now. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. And so women of God, especially, you know, those of you that are pastors, wives, glory to God, begin to help people to learn Christ. Help people to learn Christ. Many people get born again and there are no tutors, no disciples. No mentors. Mentoring is not control over people. Mentoring 
mentoring is not trying to dictate to people on how to live their lives. No. Mentoring is connecting people to their Lord. Mentoring is teaching people submission to their Lord Jesus Christ. That is mentoring. You show God to them. You don't show yourself to them. You in yourself, can you sustain anybody's faith? Amen. You show them to the word. You show the word of God to them. And you teach them to submit to that word. That's your assignment. I see a lot of people right now, you know, um, rising. There are mentors everywhere. We need to be careful so that the enemy does not hijack this. And if God has not given you an assignment to mentor people, please don't try it. Amen. When you come to mentoring, is another level of being a discipler. If God has not called you into mentoring, just disciple people. In discipling, teach them the word. Show them the word of God. In mentoring, you show them the word. You demonstrate the word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You leave the word to them. You help them through making decisions, not by deciding for them, but by guiding them to their Lord. There's a lot involved in mentoring, beloved. And cease from cooking up assignments for yourself. Jesus is Lord. Let him be Lord over you. And something comes to my heart, I ask my Lord, is this what you will have me do? It's not just having ideas on doing something and how to do it. I'm speaking to somebody so that you don't sabotage yourself of that which God will have you do. And I'm still coming to that. I want to address that shortly. But before then, let's read these beautiful scriptures. I love the word of God. Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 6, he says, but to us, there is but one God. Someone say one God. The father of whom are all things and we in him and one Lord. Hey, glory to God. One Lord. I have only one Lord in my life that says how I should live my life and what will be in my life. The devil has no say in my life. He's not my Lord. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Hallelujah. One Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things and we by him. Hallelujah. One Lord, Jesus Christ. Never forget that. One Lord. One Lord. And as you submit to the Lordship of Jesus deliberately, one of the things that would happen automatically is that every attempt of the devil to lord it over you falls apart. Because Jesus will not share his place of authority with darkness. No. Bible says that light shines forth and darkness cannot comprehend it. Where Jesus is Lord, his light is shining there. Let his light shine in your life. Glory to God. Amen. Another scripture I would love to show you is in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 3. Bible says, Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a cost. 
and that no one, so nobody speaking by the Spirit of God will call Jesus a curse. And that no man can say that Jesus is Lord by the, but by the Holy Ghost. Now listen, listen. Um, I was I was listening to a great man of God, and he said something. He said he was in a meeting, and um, after the meeting, they brought this woman to him. And in that church, this woman had been, you know, a very known woman, uh, known to speak in tongues, you know, known for, you know, they just see her perform speaking in tongues. She, you know, reads the Bible and all that and all that. But you know, she she was troubled. She was not fine. People mistook her for a believer. And when they brought this woman to the man of God, God said that this one is not speaking of me. This one is not born again. So the woman came and um, said, man of God, pray for me. Um, I'm, I'm troubled. I have this issue. I have that issue. The woman said, I mean, the man of God said to her that woman, um, you need to you know, get born again. Say, I'm born again. I can even speak in tongues. Let me speak in tongues for you. And she said something. And he said he knew that those tongues were just, she was just someone just chanting something, babblings, that God was not in it. Amen. And um, (laughs) you know what he did? He remembered this scripture all of a sudden. And that's why as a minister, you must be someone that fellowships with the word of God a lot. Make the word your Lord. You must fellowship with the word. And when you get out there, the word you need for the time, the spirit of God will precipitate it in your spirit. Amen. So that word just came to him at that time that um, no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. And it says, no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a cost. Uh-huh. So he said to her, he said, okay, woman, say this after me. Say, in the name of Jesus. She said, in the name of Jesus. Say, um, I I come today. He said, I come today. And he led and led and said, and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is my Lord. And all of a sudden, the woman said, and I disagree. I will not accept that Jesus is my Lord. You know why? You see, what we just confess and say Jesus is my Lord is a spiritual with. <laughs> what you are saying is that Jesus alone has the same in my life. What you are saying is that the will of God, of Jesus alone, will stand in my life. And the enemy is contrary to God. Understand that. One of the things the enemy stands against is the will of God. Anything that is the will of God, the enemy wants to fight it. That is his life assignment. He doesn't have any vision. He is visionless. He doesn't have any purpose. He is purposeless. There is nothing he has in mind. All he has is to steal, to kill, to destroy anything that looks like it is of God. You see that? So a demon will never, by error or mistake, accept or confess that Jesus is Lord. Glory to God. So all of a sudden, the woman, you know, changed her tongue and spoke otherwise. And the man said, you see that? That is not the spirit of God. And he opened this scripture. And all of a sudden, you know, the woman said, I say, I don't know why I'm saying that. The man said, is a demon. Should I cast that demon out? Are you willing to give that demon over? And she said, oh, Get it out of me. And all of a sudden, the man commanded, in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit. How? And the spirits 
claimed out of this woman. Hallelujah. And she became delivered. And the man of God led her to Christ and got her filled with the Spirit. Glory to God. Amen and amen. Right now I speak by the Spirit of God. If there is any woman under the sound of my of my voice that have been hijacked by demons, whose soul has been hijacked by demons, in the name of Jesus, whose I am and whom I serve, I cast out that demon now in the name of Jesus. Go, leave her and never return in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I shed Jade or Roti Jade Ashetite, the word of God has gone forth, and authority came with that word. So, you devil, you heard me. Get out in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Say it, say, Jesus is my Lord. Say it, say, Jesus Christ is my Lord. Say it again. We are going to say it seven times. Say, Jesus Christ is my Lord. Jesus Christ is my Lord, too. Jesus Christ is my Lord. 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 Glory, hallelujah. Amen and amen. Let him be that Lord indeed. Submit to his lordship. When Bible says, not everybody that says Lord, Lord. So he tells you some will say with their mouth, confess with their mouth, Jesus is Lord. But they don't submit to his lordship in their hearts. Have you met people like that? Their life is opposite of everything Jesus died for. They practically wallow and live in sin. And yet they will tell you that they are Christians. Their life is the direct opposite of every grace that Jesus supplies. And yet they claim that they are Christians. Amen. Their hand is certain. I tell you. Oh, except they repent. And that's why Jesus said, not everybody that says, Lord, Lord, we hand time to the kingdom of God. Some will say, but in your name, we did this. In your name, we did that. Say, no, it is those that submit to my lordship. The lordship of Jesus, the lordship of his word. So woman of God, it's not about just being busy here and there. No, 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 no. It's not about just doing something for God. No, 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 no. It's about submission to his lordship. If his plan for you is to do an assignment, then yes, you are empowered to do it because that's his will for you. Don't assume an assignment, beloved. Don't do it. Keep seeking his face. Hear from him. Let him lead you. At every point in time, ensure that you have the covering of God. And what's that covering? That you are dwelling in his will. That's the safe place to be. Oh, glory to God. Amen and amen. Now, let me read you some um more scriptures okay let me read this one it says first corinthians 16 and verse 22 if any man love not the lord jesus christ let him be anathema maranatha Haya. hey glory to god if any man love not the lord jesus it is time for us to love the lord jesus and what is loving the lord jesus it is submitting to his lordship Glory to God. It is doing his, his, his bid, his commandment. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Okay. Now, um, Matthew chapter 16, I'll start the reading from verse 21 to 24. Bible says that from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed. And he raised and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him. Jesus, uh, Peter took Jesus and began to rebuke Jesus, saying, Be it far from you, Lord, this shall not be unto you. Peter was rejecting what Jesus was born to do. Remember, he was born to die for our sins. Glory to God. And um, Jesus turned. And said unto Peter, now watch this, get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God. You do not acknowledge, submit to, pay attention to the things that are of God. In other words, devil, you are always contrary to the will of God. You are always contrary to the will of God. But those that, and you, you know, you suppress not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Now, listen, from eternity to eternity, okay, um, the devil is contrary to the will of God. He always tries to stop the will of God. He tries to, to see to it that God's will does not stand. Amen. But listen, <laughs> little wonder Jesus Christ was praying for believers. You know, in the book of, um, um, I believe, John chapter 22. Glory to God. I'll confirm that and, you know, get back to you. Amen. No, it's John 17 and verse 22. Glory to God. And he was, he was, he was praying for believers, praying for the church. Glory to God. Yeah, John 17, glory to God. And when Jesus Christ, it was as though he was facing death. And this was his prayer. He had a prayer for the church. In fact, let me just read this place from verse 1. For someone, hallelujah. You can imagine a man is going to face death and they say, pray your last prayer. That is what John 17 is practically about. Jesus Christ praying, you know, he was about to face death. Now, this word spake Jesus, starting from verse 1, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son may also, uh, that thy son also may glorify thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Hey, mark that word. I'll come back there. That's message for another day. And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the head. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me 
with thy own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. I was manif- I have manifested your name unto the men which you gave me out of the world. Thine, are, thine they were, and thou givest them me. Not I was thou give them to me. And they have kept your word. Mark the word kept your word. Okay. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gave me and they have received them and have known surely that I came out from you and they have believed that you sent me. All right. I pray for them. Now listen to this prayer. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me. In other words, for Christians, for they are dying. And all mine are dying, and dying am I, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I have come to thee. Holy Father, keep true your own name, those which you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. Ah, Christness. All right, I'll come back to that. It's gospel for another day. He says, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those that thou gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. You see, that's Judas, you know, is carried. And now I come to you and these things I speak in the world that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. So when you see the world hating you, you should not, you know, be taken aback because you are not of the world. The world system will hate you. He says, even as I am not of the world, I pray not that you should take them out of this world. In other words, don't just let them get born again and die immediately. Don't take them out of this world. But my prayer, thou should keep them from the evil. Thou should keep them from the evil. Hallelujah. The evil in the world. In other words, the evil one. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. (laughs) As thou hast sent me into the world, even so, I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for this alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through your word, through their word, that all they may be one as thou father art in me and I in you. And they also may be one in us that the world may believe that thou sent me and the glory which thou gave me, I have given them that they may be one even as we are one. I in them and you in me. If you know the power of oneness, ah, Jesus emphasizing it in his prayer that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and has loved me as thou hast loved them. Father, 
I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me. For thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto them your name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them I am. I in them. Glory to God. You know, you remember those messages on love I gave you to listen to? That's the Lordship of the Word of God. Now, listen, what I'm bringing out to you in this prayer is very, very clear. Amen. Jesus kept saying, a new commandment I give you, and it's to love. He kept calling our attention to it. And you know, if you read the Bible, John 17, it's about oneness, about the body being one. And that's where I want to I want to speak to you, beloved. Yes, there is an evil one, but as long as we remain under the covering of the word and the will of the Father, we cannot be defeated. The victory of Jesus is our victory. What I'm saying to you today, you know, um, in this session, let it be clear, is that we must submit to the word of God. We must submit to the word of God. That is submission to the Lordship of Jesus. Amen. And the word of God is the will of God. That which the word reveals is what God is saying to us. And the word is saying to us that we should love. We should walk in love. The word is saying to us, giving us a perspective of God's word perspective of God's life that in this kingdom the weak should say I am strong in this kingdom oh you do not confess feelings you confess your realities in this kingdom we have realities there is what the word is saying there's a perspective the word of God is giving us you need to take up that perspective now secondly is that there is an enemy of the will of God as you decide and make up your mind to submit to the lordship of Jesus, in other words, the lordship of the word of God, in other words, the lordship of the will of God, know that the enemy will try to stop you. The evil one will attempt to stop you. But listen, do not get carried away by his attempt. Amen. There is nothing we can do about that attempt. If you understand the fall and the restoration, if we want to try. But you see, we can limit the extent it can get to by our submission to God, to his will, to the love commandment. We can stay 100% in the victory that Jesus Christ has gotten for us. Bible says that Jesus was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. If you stand in the reality, the year and amen of that word, you are kept from the evil one. Jesus is yet at the right hand side of the Father making intercessions for us. And right now, I want to you know, show to you how you can be empowered to always stand in the victory of Jesus. And it's simple. Submit to the word of God. It's so simple. Submit to the word of God. Rely on his grace. Receive the help of the spirit to live by submitting even to his word. The lordship 
of his word. Amen. As you move on on this journey, know that victory is yours. Know that God is on your side. Know that God is for you. Know that you have come to the all-powerful one to submit. Christianity is not, you know, cooking up something and seeking God's approval on it. That's not Christianity. And many people have lived Christianity this way. Christianity is discovering God's will and living it out. Never forget that. Discovering the will of the Father and living it out. I'm saying it again, emphatically. Christianity is discovering the word, <laughs> the will of the Father, and submitting to it. That's the lordship of Jesus, beloved. That is the lordship of Jesus. And in submission to his lordship, we have constant victory over the evil one. Now, let me say this to you. As you continue in your work with God, you continue in ministry, doing the will of the Father. Like I said earlier, the enemy will attempt to stop you. Now, how does the enemy try to stop people? Very clear. Number one, he will want to lure you out of the will of God. Don't let him. And he does this by successes, by applause, by people's comments, you know, sometimes even by bad things that people say, no matter what, don't let the enemy lure you out of the will of the Father. He's an enemy of the will of the Father. Don't let him. Amen. And this is where we need to rely on God's grace. You need to stay prayerful. You need to keep and constantly keep yielding to God, to his spirit, to his word, to his will. Hallelujah. The enemy will also try to distract you. I, I have said something about this before. And in trying to distract you, you know, refuse to be distracted. We must get to a place in our walk with God where we set our face as a flint. The will of the Father. I exist for him. I exist. In him I live and have my being. Refuse to be distracted. I really want to you know, distract you. He tries to bring another assignment. Amen. It will just suggest an assignment and get the person, not you, busy with another assignment for maybe the next five years. And, you know, the person just gets to a place and starts wondering that ah, what happened. And peradventure, you have fallen for that in the name of Jesus. That hold is broken over your life. The hold of distraction is broken over your life. Now go back to the last instruction that you are sure you got from God. That's how to reconnect. You will go back. Go and check your prophecy books, your work with God to the very last instruction that you receive from God. Pick up that instruction again. Ask for repentance. You know, I mean, repent and ask for forgiveness and start afresh. Glory to God. I perceive I'm speaking to somebody. Start afresh. Don't be discouraged. Don't be. The, the devil is the discourager. Refuse to be discouraged. Amen. Go back to the last instruction the Father gave you and start afresh. Glory to God. Now, refuse shortcuts to your assignment. It's another way the enemy tries to distract. He, he, he offered Jesus shortcut. I think I've taught that before on this platform this year. He offered Jesus a shortcut. 
He said, you just bow to me and I will give you all these kingdoms of the world. Is that not what Jesus came to get? Amen. But Jesus refused to take it and chose the will of the father. Even though the will of the father for Jesus was to drink that cup. Now he was practically begging if this cup would pass over me. But he chose the will of the father. Glory to God. All right, don't let him give you shortcuts to the assignment. Go by the path that God has shown you. Another way he tries to distract people, he distracts with relationships, unnecessary relationships. Now, don't get me wrong. Relationships are good. They are important. Amen. It's good to know people. It's good, you know, to have a social network and all that. But listen to me. Relationships that you observe, that they sap strength, they sap energy out of you. You must learn to cut off from them. And relationships you want to start, but you're having a withdrawal within. Go back and ask the father. Amen. Don't let relationships be a setback. Relationships are meant to be blessings. Don't let it be a setback in your work with God. Amen. All right. And I want you know to call your attention to this. That the enemy speaks through people to try to discourage ministers. Don't give in. And that's why you must not be a person that is moved by the accolades of men. Let what move you be what God is saying about you. Of course, it's good for people to say good things about you, to encourage you. It's okay. But listen, you don't feed on, you don't live by that. You go back to God. And I've so found the person of the Holy Spirit so amazing. The Holy Spirit will say, yes, you did that very well. Keep it up. Keep yielding to the Father. The Holy Spirit will encourage you. I've not found an encourager as strong as the Holy Spirit. And when people say things that are not nice to you, don't let them so enter into you that you become broken and you don't feel like moving on again. That's discouragement. Hallelujah. You will never be discouraged in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, the enemy also tries to, you know, stop people from doing the will of God by attacks, spiritual attacks and otherwise, assaults, afflictions, sometimes sicknesses and diseases. We must learn to stand on our reality, our identity in Christ. We must learn to put on the whole, you know, weapon of our warfare and to stand there for. I want to encourage your heart. You have set your hands upon the plow. There is no looking back. And most importantly, let's learn to pray for ourselves. Our work in Christ cannot be only about you and the call of God for your life. Pray for other ministers. Have a network of ministers that you encourage yourselves. You pray for one another. It's so key. And as a female minister, especially if you are a pastor's wife, if you are not careful, the journey can become very lonely. Because sometimes there are things, but you can't even speak to anybody. There are things that you cannot even talk about to people. Amen. Glory to God. 
And that's where you have to, you know, number one, have a trusted mentor in place. Glory to Jesus. One that you can freely open up to without, you know, a sense of being judged or, you know, a sense of any form of limitation. Glory to God. And ask the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit says to you, go and talk to so-so-so about it. Talk to your mentor about it. Hallelujah. Don't walk this journey alone. You alone cannot form the body of Christ. We are a network of believers. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm saying to you that Jesus Christ is your Lord. And under his lordship, you are secure. No matter how the enemy tries, he's going to keep failing over your life. You are blessed. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. Strength is yours. God is your ability to do ministry. Come on, rise. I see someone discouraged. No, I take you out of that zone of discouragement. Rise within and be all that God has created you to be. Jesus is Lord. Beloved, the field ahead of us is so large. The harvest is ripe. Women ministers, arise and take your place. For there is about to be a move of the Spirit on the face of the earth. And it's going to be a mighty wave all across the nations of the earth. And I see women, female ministers, playing a key role in this move. I see women being raised financially that will be strong financiers in this move. Take your place, woman. I see leaders of hundreds, of thousands. I see women rising. Remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. Is Lord of all, Lord of my life, Lord of your life. Let him be Lord indeed. Submit to the Lordship of his word. Spend time with the word of God and submit to what the word of God says. You are kept, you are preserved. You will live to fulfill your prophetic destiny in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Flourish. Expand to the right and to the left. Do well in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, the Lord is laying it upon my heart to meet with wives of pastors and those that are pastoring themselves. You're pastoring a church or you are a wife of a pastor. So I'm going to have a meeting with you and um, uh, we are going to announce the date of this meeting. Glory to God. We are going to announce the date of this meeting. But I have this assignment, I mean, this announcement to make. I will post um, the final assignment. Well, the assignment is to review everything we have done in this 
class because our examination is coming up on the 2nd of September. Never forget that, 2nd of September. So all modalities will be released on our individual family circles. Refined is gradually coming to an end. Gradually, gradually. <laughs> all right. Um, tentatively on the 6th of September. Mm. Okay. It's very tentative. I'm likely to change that date. All right. I'm going to be having a meeting for um with singles and um, another day i will be having a meeting with married all the announcements will be made on the group all right and um on the 9th of september there's going to be a time out with pastor funke obaje um we are going to have question and answers we are going to talk i would want that meeting to be a zoom meeting so i can see the faces of the powerful women of god on this platform hallelujah and um, please note, we were supposed to round up with a retreat third weekend of September, but there is a change to that. I'm sorry, the change I, was unavoidable. So we are going to be having um, the retreat on the 14th to 16th of October, 2021. Now, the group will remain active. Um, I might send one or two messages on it. You are expected to be at the retreat. And I want to encourage on-site participation. Come there. The venue is going to be in Ibadan. It's GLC campground. Amen. All details will be released in your family circle. So please take note. It's October 14th to 16th. I want to see you live. I want to see you face to face. It's going to be an amazing, amazing time in God's presence. So please make it down for that retreat. And if you will not be able to come down, you should join online. So there will be both online participation and on-site participation. I prefer you are on-site. I want to see your face. So we are going to be issuing um, certificates on the platform. The exam, like I said, is 2nd of September. I have um, three meetings outstanding right now. A meeting, okay, four. A meeting with singles and um, I have another meeting with the married. I'm going to be teaching you on marriage. How to work your marriage, okay? That's what we're going to be considering. Then um, there's a time out with Pastor Funke Obaje where we just ask, ask questions. I will answer your questions live and, you know, on and on like that and finally the meeting the lord just instructed me to have with you and that meeting is actually on the um is a meeting with female pastors and pastor's wives okay we'll fix that and get back to you glory to god wow 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 there's still a lot within my spirit but i just perceived to stop here Meditate on what you have heard today. Jesus is Lord. Amen and amen. You are blessed. The hand of God is strong upon you. You do well. You flourish. I'm so super excited. All right. Tomorrow will be our video. By God's grace, I will be at that video live. By God's grace, I'll be there live. Okay. And um, we would have um, a great time in God's presence. Wow. Okay, I, I, I'll work it out. I'll see what I will do. We'll have a great time in God's presence. God bless you. Wow, wow, wow. Glory to God. Okay. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. Thank you for what you have done. Glory to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Um, 
see you tomorrow by God's grace. Have a great time. If you have not written on how Refine 2021 has blessed you, please go ahead and do that right away. Right away. I'm going to, you know, go through them. I want to know how you've been blessed. And um, I'll see you at other meetings. Prepare for your exams. They're going to be very simple questions. Amen. If you attended the classes and you listen very well, it's just going to be a walkover. You're going to do very well. Remember that I love you and God bless you. Stay blessed. Stay charged. Stay on top. Fulfill your destiny by grace. I know that definitely you have been refined. God bless you. Bye-bye. Stay blessed. Bye.